When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Welcome to Side Hustlers. I'm your host, Carla Marie from iHeartRadio, and I have a huge announcement. My little podcast has its first partner, and I'm over the moon excited that it's something I personally use and love, thrivemarket.com. It's the place to shop for everything healthy from food to beauty, and it's 25 to 50% off retail prices. Like, I'm not kidding. When I first changed my diet and started cooking and eating healthy, I was spending so much money at the store and it was killing me. Then I found Thrive Market and could not believe how much more affordable the prices were. You can also sort their items by your diet. This is my favorite part. Everything from gluten-free to whole 30, which is super awesome because you just go to Whole30, store and everything in that section you can eat if you're doing the Whole30 diet. And everything gets shipped straight to your door. Thrive Market has everything from meat and seafood to grain-free chips or cleaning products and toys for my cats. <laughs> Thrive Market is giving all Side Hustlers listeners 25% off their first order plus a 30-day trial. You don't need a promo code. Just go to thrivemarket.com slash Carla Marie and the discount code will automatically be applied. Thank you, Thrive Market. Let's get into this week's episode of Side Hustlers. I'm actually really excited about it. It turned out to be one of my favorite episodes, and I know I'm pumping it up before you get to it, but Missy has a full-time job at an aerospace company and kind of just fell into handmade soaps and fell into the whole entire business, and she's actually awesome at it. For a lot of people, you know, why are you waiting? You know what you want to do. This is something you want to do. Get off your butt and do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Come on, ask about me. 
it's the Side Hustlers Podcast with Carla Marie. Well, being that we are in Seattle or the Seattle area, it's no surprise that you are my second person in a month that works at a quote-unquote aerospace company. <laughs> Missy yes. has your day job. Well, thank you for coming in because I know it's not easy to A, work a full-time job, B, have a side hustle, and then C, on your way home from work, come to a podcast. So sure. thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Okay, so just quickly touch on what your day job is, and then we're going to get into the fun stuff. Okay, so uh, my day job is with a large aerospace company, and I do kind of financial planning for facilities in the Puget Sound. <laughs> which couldn't be more different than your side hustle, which is Dreamy Suds, and it's a handmade soap company, or do you want to say homemade? What do you say? What do you call it? Typically, it's handcrafted, but it's all handcrafted. those. Handcrafted. Yep. Cool. Way better than whatever I was <laughs> saying. Okay, so it's a handcrafted soap company. has nothing to do with your day job. Was soap... Something that you always like, oh my God, I love soaps. I love scents. Because like, my sister is obsessed like with going into soap stores. She loves it. I don't know. I, like, Is that your thing? Are you th- like that? Have you always loved it? No, what? I haven't. No, I um, actually, I started making soap because I had a Facebook friend who found out she had cancer. She is cancer free today. Awesome. Yes, very. But through her journey, she shared some of the toxins that are in our everyday products. And so... In our bathroom, right, we use a lot of products, and uh, she started sharing some of the ingredients that were in them, which are questionable, environmentally exposed ingredients that we do all the time. So I have a daughter. I have a family, right? I want to kind of protect them. I want them to be able to grow and live a nice, long life. healthy during it, yeah. Right. So I started kind of trying to find alternative products to purchase, and it was not easy to find. There's not a good selection. And the scents, right? It's always lavender. There's nothing wrong with lavender, but I personally don't like it. Okay. (laughs) So I, um, and we're going to get into last week's podcast too and why you're now connected to Amanda. But she reached out to me and was like, hey, I want to send you some more candles. Uh, What scents do you like? I'm like, anything but lavender. I'm so weird. No one agrees with me. Girl, yes. Found you. Okay. No, I hate lavender. I don't even want to make it. People special order it. I'm like, do I have to? That and patchouli. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And it's crazy here in Washington. We have so many lavender farms, and I didn't even know that was a thing until I moved here. Yes. I'm like, why do we have so many? Right. So you have it in your backyard, literally, (laughs) but you don't like it. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So you did the hunt. Couldn't find anything really that was, I guess, Do what do you call it? Clean? Like, what would you call that? Yeah, like clean. I mean, there's certain ingredients, and and several of them are just perfectly fine. Not everything that you buy off the shelf is going to, you know, cause cancer or be anything bad, right? I mean, and potentially nothing will, but there are- if you don't right, have to. exactly. And there are some that are known toxins, and I just wanted to try and eliminate them. So I guess more natural, but okay. everything is really a chemical. So yeah. it's really just doing the research and understanding what's good and what's bad. So you said, I'm going to make my own soap then. Yep. So I accidentally ran across like a tutorial <laughs> when I was doing research of like where to buy alternative products. And it was like, make your own soap at home. And I was like, what? Yeah. I had no idea that was even a thing you could do. Yeah, I didn't either. And I'm kind of crafty. Just in general, I knit. I do all kinds of stuff. And so I thought, well, this is right up my alley, and I wanted to try it. So I got the ingredients. I made it, and I totally fell in love. And it's just kind of gone from there. So that first batch, like that first time you did it, what was it? It sucked. (laughs) (laughs) So soap is really truly just kind of like a mixture of oils combined with lye. And the chemical process is called saponification. 
It turns. Who knew? I know. It turns the oil into soap, literally. Wow. Yeah, it's a completely different substance when it's all done. So the first one I made, and the beauty of the soap making is that it's a blend of oils. Every okay. oil brings a different property to your soap. My first one was just straight up coconut oil. And that might sound nice, yeah, right? Coconut oil is great, great, but it is super drying. And so it sucked. It's like I would wash with it. It felt really great in the shower. I'd get out and it was like alligator skin. Ooh. It was just like, well, maybe this isn't for me, but I'm not one to give up. So I started, you know, you checking kept doing things it. out. Yeah. So your daughter is Kayla, is Kayla? that right? Because so, yep. I saw on your website, she's got her own little collection. She does help now and then. Yeah, it's not like her full side hustle, okay, right? good, good. Well, how old is she? She's 11. Okay, so she's got some time. She didn't have to make it a side hustle. She wants nothing more than for me to have a storefront because oh, she I'm wants sure. to work at a shop one yeah. day, right? Isn't but that... she doesn't want to do anything now, but right. <laughs> she, she wants, wants to be, to be like in the shop. cashier at the yes. shop. Listen, I totally get it. <laughs> so was that something you guys started doing together? Like she started helping you when you first started or was this like she didn't care? At it the just kind of came along. You know, it was just kind of like, I want to try and make something. And, you know, soap is made with lye, which is, which is caustic it can burn you you got to oh, wear wow. gloves you got to wear goggles the whole nine yards it's and a, we put this on our bodies and well, it's fine it turns into something else huh. Once it's kind of like coal turns into a diamond right the lie turns into a salt so far i think i'm learning the most in this yeah. episode what is going on it's all kinds of chemistry and you obviously went into this knowing none of this right well i did a lot of research wow. and so i learned all the safety gear there's a lot of safety stuff so i wouldn't recommend just running out and doing it <laughs> learn about it do Good. it it's great but it there's a safety concern and so for kayla i didn't really want to kind of say here's a bunch of lie knock yourself out <laughs> so <laughs> there's another type of soap it's a glycerin soap it's called melt and pour which it's already saponified it's like a brick of soap cool you cut it up you color it up you scent it up you put it in fun molds that's why we called it Fun Suds. Ah, okay. Yeah, so that's her thing. So you can cut it up. She can put it in the microwave, melt it up, make colors, and we pick scents together. And that's kind of the, the, the Kayla side of Dreamy Suds. So your business from three years ago obviously isn't the same thing because you started with that random batch. Was right. that... I'm starting a business now. I love this. No. Or was there just you were just having fun? I was having fun. What turned it into a business? Um, well, I was making so much soap and you can only go through so much. <laughs> right? So when you make soap, it's a whole loaf and you cut it into huh. bars. So you can't use you can't go through that much soap. So I was making a lot because I enjoyed it. So I started giving it out. And then um, people were coming back eventually, right? Coconut soap isn't going to work. But right. I got my blends down and kind of morphed it a little bit and uh, started giving it out because I just had to get rid of all this soap. And people started really liking it. And then they started asking if they could give some for gifts and all that. And it was just like, okay, it's maybe it's time. And that's when you said, okay, I yep. need to make a business. So that first step to turn it into a business what was that like and what did you do? Did you call it Dreamy Suds from day one or are you like, I need a name for this? Yeah, well, I, I did. I was like, okay, what am I going to call this? If I'm going to actually have a business, I need to have a name. And what's funny is I had no idea that I could make soap, right? I mean, this was like a real revelation <laughs> yeah. to me. But when I went out and looked at like businesses, they're everywhere. Lots of people make soap. I had no idea. I don't know if I was just not aware and right. now I am. I don't know. But yeah, that happens. there's a lot of names already taken. Oh, okay. Fair. <laughs> so I was like brainstorming. I really didn't know. And it just one day it popped up. I looked around. There was a web domain available. There was um, an Instagram wallet. You know, all the things you got to check right. off. I know. And so, um, and 
I just went to Washington State and I did a business license and I was like, okay, now I'm official. That's so cool. Well, by the way, the website is dreamy-suds.com if you want to check out everything. But one of the things you did say to me um, when you had emailed me is that you're in this time right now where you're kind of changing the logo and everything in the website. So talk a little bit about that, of why you're doing that. Because for a lot of people, it's, oh, I just got my logo. I just got my business mm-hmm. who have been on this podcast. No one's really going through a transformation. So I think that's really cool and different for people who are listening. So mm-hmm. why and what are you doing? Okay, well, so it was just kind of spur of the moment, right? right? It's like, okay, well, I should probably have a business license, get some insurance. I mean, these are bath and body products, <laughs> yeah. right? I'm just get, People I don't know are going to start using it. So I kind of wanted to protect Smart. myself. So it just really through together. It was kind of like, okay, I don't really want to throw a bunch of money into this. And you could spend hundreds of dollars trying to yeah. find a logo, right? It, like getting one designed. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of got my iPad out. I kind of drew something together, called it my logo. Is that literally your handwriting in the logo? Yes. How, cur- you know, and you know what is funny? People will spend hundreds of dollars yeah. for that. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I am now, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not happy with that. But per- it's... Yeah. Smart though, like you just you just literally literally whipped it all up, I did. and you did that with the logo, and you saw that it stuck. So now you can invest, right? There's nothing wrong with it, exactly. So I just really just kind of pulled it all together, and I thought, okay, I got bought some labels. I have Photoshop because I've played with photography before. So <laughs> it's like, okay, I've got these little pieces. I'll just kind of you know clunk it all together myself. So that's exactly what it looks like. So I've now, clunked it all together myself. So now you've obviously got this awesome product. You're just now trying to get a front facing side of thing that proves this is an awesome product. And I want to get into some more stores, like do some more wholesaling. I've got a little bit going on, but I wanted to do a little more of a a retail presence in some other stores and like shrink wrap, not maybe the best, like protective for the bars of soap. So, you know, maybe some boxes. I wanted to get maybe some professionally printed labels. I'm doing them all now on the old peel and stick. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So just Step it up a notch. So you reached out and you've got someone, you're working with someone to revamp all of it? Well, I'm starting with the logo because that's kind of step one, right? Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to go figure out this whole label thing. I already kind of figured out some boxes and I'm really, truly right in the middle of it. So- you brought in some stuff for me. And by the way, this studio has never smelled better because I opened up one of the things and I was like, ooh, I love this. And I'm holding, it's the handcrafted, okay, Dreamy Sods Handcrafted Artisan Soap. Is that your tag, like the tagline yeah, for everything? Yeah, kind of like what I ta- uh, okay. label everything. This is Whipped Body Parfait. I cannot wait to go home today and use this because, like, let me see if you can, you can hear it. <laughs> that sound is probably bugging some people out, but I love it. And so that's, Soap and you can use this in the shower and it feels it, on my finger feels like it's going to be awesome. But was this one of the things you did right in the beginning? No. Or after a while you're like, oh, I can literally whip this. It's like whipped cream. Yeah. It, it, yeah. No, that came along very recently. Really? Yes. I just kind of wanted to start playing on just some other avenues. Right. There's the bar soap, which is great. These and, look awesome. Yeah. And then the the whipped soap, you can kind of morph into other things, too. Like you could do some sugar scrubs. You can do some Which facial you also... stuff. You can add some specialized oils for certain applications. Huh. And you, I mean, you can do the same thing with the bar soap as well, but it's just another creative outlet. Yeah. It's really cool. I'm like, I, I'm going to be a little kid going home playing with yeah. it. But you also have chapstick. Yes. Or lip balm, whatever you want to call it. How, do you, how does one go about making that and getting it in the chapstick tube or Lip balm, because chapstick is its own thing. But <laughs> how do you go ahead and put it in this, like, how does it get in here? Yeah. How well, do you know how to do that? <laughs> so you can purchase packaging, right? There's, there's just yeah. empty lip tube 
things. And then it's just a mixture of beeswax, some coconut oil, some some lip-loving kind of oils. There's some um, vitamin E in there. You just melt it all together. You just kind of make sure that everything's fully incorporated and liquid, and then it's pourable. And then you wait for it to you cool? Just, yep, or? you pour it in your lip tubes. And then they just cool and you stick a cap on it. It's so crazy mm-hmm. to me. And it's so cool that you didn't know how to do any of this. Yeah. And you just kind of stumbled on it yeah. and you found it. It's a passion. I think there are a lot of people who are stuck in day jobs like, but there is nothing that I like, but I hate my job. But you never know. Right. I mean, you, you right. may find something that you love at any point in your life. Mm-hmm. And so what? We've got how many years to work? You never know what you're going to come across at any point. Right. So just. Be ready for it, I yeah, guess, when yeah. it happens, because you clearly were. Yeah. I mean, I've been at my company for 22 years. Wow. This wasn't something I've been doing all along. <laughs> it just kind of like came up and it's like, all right. And I really don't see myself leaving like on my own accord. So it probably won't ever really be the storefront, right? Like maybe maybe when I retire. Yeah. That would be <laughs> something to do. Yeah. You have like a little Airstream and sell soap. Yeah, the totally. Airstream. That would I be would, fun. Well, I'll come work for you. Sure. Tell your daughter come she's on. got some competition. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to do it. <laughs> I want to talk about the connections a little bit, something I love to do in this podcast and how this all came about. So if you remember last year, around this time, Tiffany from Sweet Pea Beauty was on this podcast. Tiffany's awesome. Love her. Get all my my lashes done there. She does my makeup. She's great. Tiffany said to me, I got to connect you with this woman named Missy. She does handmade soaps. They're awesome. I'm selling them in store. So that's when she connected us over email. I didn't read the email. I had a million things going on. Wasn't paying attention to anything. Last week on my podcast, I had Amanda from Palm, Psalms, and Prosecco, and she kept telling me, I got to find someone who makes handmade soap to put in my store. And I'm like, I don't know. I can't help you. Let me keep thinking. And three days later, I went through my email, and there you were, even though you were technically already there. (laughs) But that kind of stuff, when that happens, it's like kismet. I love it. So I immediately connected you guys. And where is that relationship at now a few days later? Right, yeah. So Amanda and I have emailed back and forth and she's excited. I'm going to send her some samples. Cool. She's going to make sure she loves them because that's important. You know, if you're going to sell them, you should love your products. So that's where we're at. I'm going to send her a nice little package and see where it goes. I love that. So how do you, you said you are in some stores. Or well, I'm in Tiffany's. Tiffany's, right? It's- she's um, she's doing really great with the bath bombs. Cool, loving the bath bombs. And there's a place over in Eastern Washington that occasionally will buy them, like seasonally. How did they? So Eastern, for those of you who aren't from Washington, it's kind of far. How yeah. did they find you? Uh, connection. I just have a friend who knows a friend who owns a store. Don't you love that? Yep, that's awesome. Yep. Um, and I'm like, by the way, it's still on my finger, and I'm like <laughs> smelling it. And I'm like, oh my god, and I'm, my nose is clogged, and I can still smell it. I love it. I'm so excited. One of the things you said to me in your email was that you what, you don't want to be preachy, but you want to teach people the education yeah. of what is in these products that you're using. And how, right. how do you go about doing that? Well, I kind of explain. I mean, I have an ingredient list on all my products in the website. And some of them are big, bad, and scary. Like, they just look like, what is this? I don't understand what these things are. Okay. Like, okay, for example... Pheno, phenex, how do Yep, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I look at you like, help me. Okay, phenoxethanol. That mm-hmm. does seem scary. It does, right? But it's not. It's not. Oh. So there's all kinds of things that, like, for example, SLS. That's a... Uh, Sounds like a nightclub in Vegas. It does. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's like uh, uh, sodium lauryl sulfate. That's one of the bad ones. Okay. One of the controversial ones anyway that's potentially harmful. And it's a sulfate, one of the things that I want to avoid. 
sodium lauryl sulfoacetate. What? Sounds just like it. But it's not bad. But it's derived from coconut, and it's <laughs> it's natural, and it's also a surfactant. So you want to teach people, like, okay, look, there is good and bad, but yeah. you need to educate yourself if you're going to be putting this yeah. stuff on your body. Right, exactly. And, and again, that's my passion. I want to avoid those things. If you don't, it's all good. I don't want to be, you know, on the pulpit just beating everybody that you're using bad stuff and you're going to die. That's not the case. Right. How do you then go about educating people is it instagram website what do you do i do so on instagram i sometimes i'll post ingredient labels and say um okay most of these look okay but this one might be questionable and here's why right that's cool yeah and then some of them are like this one looks big bad and scary but guess what it's naturally derived from say coconut or whatever and explain what it is and what it brings to the party and if and or if it's a filler so sometimes it may not be toxic or whatever but why put it in there if it doesn't really benefit the product? When it comes to colors in soap, obviously the soaps that you brought into me, they're all different kinds of colors. Mm-hmm. Where do you get the color from? Is that a dye? It can be. So there's different colorants. Hmm. Some of them are skin safe, um, micas, and some of, and they're all approved for cosmetics, and they're biodegradable and all the good oh, stuff, all that right? Stuff, yep. Yeah, and there's some that aren't. So you just got to watch out. And, and like with fragrances, some of them have like phthalates and things in them that, again, I try to avoid. Right. And it's just because of what I've researched myself. So I have a personal standard and that's what I'm going to use or not use. And I just explain why. Have there been people who have kind of just found you randomly through yeah. your website? Is yeah. that the coolest yes. thing? And I do know. they like reach out to you and say, I found you this way? Mm-hmm. Or what is, how do they find well, you? Well, Tiffany's one of them. It was complete random. She actually was scrolling through Instagram looking for something local and wanting to find a bath bomb supplier and saw that I was on there and she said, hey, let's hook up. So, I mean, it was that happens more often than, well, not more often than not, but But, it happens. Yeah. Um, And it's always a thrill. It's always exciting when that happens. Like, I don't know this person. That's cool. What is the coolest thing you've heard from a customer? Have you heard anything that you're like, wow, I'm so glad I do this? Well, so the bath bombs, interestingly enough, because I never liked them before. Well, not that I didn't like them. I just didn't know. I wasn't really a big bath person. And then I, they were all the rage when I started making them. I was like, I got to see what this is all about. Tried it, put it in the bath. I loved it too. And people have started gushing over these bath bombs because I, I put wait. a lot of avocado oil in them Ooh. with an emulsifier. So a lot of people who make them don't emulsify it. What does that mean? So when you're sitting in a bathtub and there's oil, oil and water doesn't mix. So if you don't emulsify it, it'll float on top. And it doesn't really do anything for you. No. It's just floating there. And when you drain your tub, it just makes it a mess and it's slippery. So if you emulsify it, then all the water and the oil mixes. So crazy. And it moisturizes everything that's sitting in the water. So that when you get out, you literally feel better. It's not oh, just wait. like looking at a pretty color. <laughs> we got to end this podcast. I got to go home and use my soap, people. <laughs> and plus, it keeps it from getting slippery and less dangerous. So That's awesome. That's what I get most compliments on. It's like your bath bombs are so much better than the other stuff that I'm buying. That's amazing. And I'm sure you know you love what you're doing, but hearing it from someone. Yes. Who spent that. their money on your products and mm-hmm. then they're telling you they love yes. it. It's got to be the, it the does. best feeling. I'm it sure. Is. Yes. One of the things you went through, though, uh, that you told me about that I want to talk about is pretty crazy. You had to get surgery. Mm-hmm. And that was almost a set. Well, I don't want to say it was a setback because you were kind of just launching. Right. Said. So talk a little bit to that and what you're doing now. OK, so um, it was probably well, I had surgery in August. I had a torn labrum in my hip, which meant I couldn't stand, really. And I was in a lot of pain for like a year leading up to that. We didn't even know why I was having a lot of pain. It took a long time to figure out what it was. And in the meantime... I couldn't make a lot of stuff. So I purposefully just didn't grow my business. I have a I have a really 
very great core customer base. Sure. And so they repeat customers and I, I just kept them up with all of their needs. But I didn't purposefully go advertise or anything like that or do any of the shows. I couldn't really do that. So I really just kind of set it on hold. I had my surgery and then it was like a 10 month recovery. So I was down for three months. I really just could wow. not do anything. I literally kind of shut the shop and just sent my customers an email saying, I'm not gonna be able to make anything. If you mm. want anything now, you better stock up. <laughs> three months go by and I'm I'm healing and I'm still, still healing. I fell down the stairs just like <laughs> oh my a couple God. weeks ago and I've made it angry again. So <laughs> I know. So it's a, it's, it's a long process, but I've declared 2019 kind of like the dreamy sets comeback. It's like, all right, I'm going to start like advertising, rebranding, maybe do some shows. The thing cool. about soap making, you know, it's a lot of people who do it full time go to all kinds of shows, farmers markets or, or whatever. Lavender festivals. Lavender festival. <laughs> uh, that's not what I'll do. <laughs> Do you, who goes to those shows though? Like you're at the show, are you in a booth at the show? Or is this just like soap only or are you talking like markets? It, well, no, like people who who make soap and sell soap, that's where they go. It's like the they have a booth at those okay, at markets. Like like, oh, yeah. at a, okay, or, or at like a, um, a like gift a festival oh, okay. or something, One right? Of those. Yeah, or farmer's markets. They're big in farmer's markets because yeah. it's like handcrafted stuff. Yeah, oh my yeah. God, you got to go to the Ballard Farmer's Market above my apartment. I'd love it. Yeah, cool, right? I'll come visit you. Yeah, <laughs> so those kinds of things I enjoy doing once in yeah, a I'm while. Yeah, I'm sure. But only because I have my full-time job, right? Well, and yeah, it's not just I'm going to show up for two hours at this market. Right. You're expected to be there yeah. all freaking day. Yeah, and then you got to like put it all together, take it all down, come back the next day, do it again. Yeah. And then on Monday, I got to go to work. Actually, that just reminded me of the full moon market here in Seattle. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to sign you up for this one. Yeah. You're going to do it. Yeah. It's a good one. I would love to do things like that, you know, like strategically right. and once in a while and not so much like every single weekend through the season. Yeah. So things like that. I want to start doing some more of those. Last year, I just couldn't do that. Well, of course. Two years ago, I went and did Maple Valley Days. So cool. shout out to Maple Valley, which is where I'm from. And they have like a big festival and, and they have like an outdoor kind of booth thing, which was great. And I wanted to do it the following weekend, but I just couldn't. Do you think it makes a difference for people to see, feel, and smell the products yes. in person opposed to ordering them online? Yes, it is so hard. The one struggle that I really have is describing these scents. <laughs> what does grapefruit, I saw you, was it grapefruit peach you were posting about? Is it's it? pink grapefruit Grape- bellini. Okay. Yeah. Meh. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like, okay, it's, it's it's sweet. It's kind of peachy. There's some grapefruit in there, but okay, there you go. It's really hard to describe sure. that, but it smells really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah. I'll t- I mean, I think if someone told me this is what a pink grapefruit Bellini tasted like, I would believe them. Yeah. So this is great. That's <laughs> probably one of the easier ones, but there's other things like... The fragrance is, um, I don't know, like Sweet Kiss. What is that? Yeah, what, oh, yeah, right here. What a uh, Sweetheart. Sweetheart. What does there a sweetheart go. smell we'll like? Well, smell that. What does that smell like? Oh. I mean, it- <laughs> I can smell it through here. Man, these must be very potent for my stuffy nose to smell this, and I love that. Okay, this does smell like a sweetheart. See? <laughs> and I don't know how to describe Maybe that. Maybe it's a rosy kind it's of It's like smell? a powdery, girly kind of, you know. That's where I stumble the most. How do say, you describe those kinds of things? And just overall naming. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I know that this smells rosy, but I'm not going to call it rosy. I mean, you right. can, but. Yeah, sure. But rose couldn't, you know, if it's not rose, a lot of people might get turned off by that right. or whatever. So um, that's the hardest part. Really? Sometimes it's just kind of like, <gasps> if it's help. clear, like grapefruit bellini, because that. Yeah. Kind of, you know, sure, but 
sweetheart? What what does that smell like? So that's where I stumble. Okay, I'm next time you're stumbling with something, I will be the tester yes. and I will tell you and I will freaking love doing that. It's a that. deal. Okay, <laughs> fine, fair. When you set out to start this business, was there anyone in your life that was like, Missy, you're going to do soap? What is wrong with you? Why? It was more like, you're going to do that too? <laughs> Everybody, I've, I've, I've been very lucky and surrounded by a bunch of friends and my husband supports me. Everybody cool. supports me, which is great. But uh, there were some questions like, you know, I do a lot of knitting. I do a lot of like crafting things. My daughter is, you know, in sports all over the place. She's swimming and softball Jeez. and everything. And I don't always go to everything. My husband and I, we divide and cool. conquer. So that helps a lot too. But yeah, it was just like, you're going to do that too? What can't you do? Right? Which is flattering, but right. you know. Well, that's good though. Yeah. They support you. Yeah, they do. I would love to know what your house smells like because I feel like you walk <laughs> in, you probably don't smell it anymore, but it probably is just, it probably smells awesome. It, but your house is, I'm sure, turned into a warehouse, lab, kitchen at this point. Yeah. Well, actually, so our house, we have like a, a living room and then we have like a formal kind of family room. And the formal kind of family room has <laughs> turned into the soap studio. So I've, we've dedicated the like a half of our first floor to soap. That's cool. And it, soap takes like a month to cure once you make it. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I got to have like storage spots for all these things that are curing before I can even sell it. And then, you know, the stock to keep up on. But the smelling part... My husband mentions it a lot. He's like, man, it's uh, you, what you just make. You know, <laughs> it's, at least he's not talking about dinner, though. Right. right. <laughs> that could be way worse. Right. I, I'm loving your story and how you started this and how you got into it and how you kind of fell in love with it. But you purposely had a slow start because of your your hip and your surgery. Mm-hmm. Looking back, would you have it any other way business wise? I'm sure you don't want to go through the hip thing again. Mm-hmm. But would you... Do you think the slow start was beneficial for your business or do you wish you went all in right in the beginning? Uh, You know, maybe a little bit of both. I kind of wonder what if, right? And again, not that I'm trying to make like a soap empire or (laughs) anything. (laughs) This is really just kind of a fun hobby right now. I want to make something like my goal this year is to make a profit. I haven't done that yet. Oh, my goodness. Let's yeah. make it happen, people. <laughs> Dreamy-suds.com. Do it. So that's my goal this year. And, I, I, you know, I always wonder what if, what happened if I would have really focused and been able to kind of get it going. But this way is just fine, too, because it's given me time to kind of learn the rights and the wrongs. And I, I've tried all kinds of formulas that haven't worked, right? It's given me the opportunity to not rush it out there, especially since there's a lot of cure time involved yeah. and a lot of planning involved. You don't know right away if something works. And then you got to go back and tweak it. It's all part of the process. If anything comes out like terribly wrong, you should also sell it and be like, soap fails. I do. You do? I have a bargain bin. Oh, I see it. Bargain bin. I just clicked it. (laughs) And some of them are just truly ugly fail soaps. I was going to say, this looks so cool. And some of them aren't. The luck of the Irish one that's up there? Well, yeah. It's so cute. Yeah, it is cute. But it's, you know, past past St. Patty's Day. No, it's not. (laughs) Well, it will be when this posts. Yeah. But at the moment, we're not there yet. Yeah. And some of them, like the fragrances that you use, depending on what they are, a lot of things can go badly with soap because there's a chemical reaction, right? So some of the additives that you use, I, sometimes I'll put like the oatmeal milk, milk and honey bar literally has oatmeal milk and honey what? in it just because it's good for your skin. Some of the other ones, I'll put I'm botanicals so in there, you know, like uh, calendula and stuff. Sometimes that will interact with the chemistry and it just turns into like soap on a spoon. Okay. So then it's just like plop it in there, just do what you can, and it's ugly. <laughs> so I'll put it in the bargain bin. You can get and it's fine, right? It's still really good soap, but it's just not pretty. Who does your website? Like who uploads these images? Do I you, do. You do all of it? I do. I found... 
I use the Shopify platform. Can I say that? Yes. Okay. Everyone loves Shopify. Yeah. So when I ask people who are on this podcast, they basically say that they couldn't survive or do yeah. their business if Shopify didn't exist. Right. I mean, it figured out all of the hard stuff for you. How do I collect payments? I don't so want to cool. hold credit card numbers. How does all of that work? Right. And it makes it, it's a very easy interface for an owner to be able to provide that That's kind of cool. stuff. That's cool. Because you had no web background. Right. And oh, I, I still to... don't have a web background. I just put in, you know, they make it easy. Here's your product. How much do you want to sell it for? How many do you have? That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. So I just kind of take pictures. And that's another thing, too, that I'd like to do is be more consistent in my branding. We were talking about that last week, right? Yeah. Um, with Amanda. Mm-hmm. And just she has a very consistent. Her brand. Yes. You can tell it's yeah. something she posts. Yeah, that's true. And it's it's hard, though. It, it is. It's a struggle because you always want to have content, but then you got to have the perfect content. And it's. Right. It's a battle. I don't even, I'm so over, I don't get me on my Instagram soapbox, pun intended, <laughs> which I'm so glad I got to say in this podcast, because I will not get off of it. I'm going to take all my soap and go on my soapbox. <laughs> I'm so glad I got to make that dad joke. Thank you. <laughs> you need to make a soap called the soapbox. Do you have that yet? I don't. Maybe that's heck? a great idea. Maybe I should do that. Make Payment it smell me, powerful. The mouth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. I love it. So I ask everyone this. Is there an app in your life, you can't say Instagram, especially because now I've <laughs> just hated on Instagram, <laughs> that you use that really helps with your business? Yes. Well, actually, I'd say there's two, but okay. first and foremost is Microsoft OneNote. Oh, okay. You're like the only person I've ever met that has managed to figure out how oh, to actually my use God. OneNote. I can't function without it. Really? Yes. Even like at my day job and at home. So it's just just describe a little bit what OneNote does. So it's truly like a... Is it a note-taking app? Yeah, or? it's a notebook. It's an electronic notebook. You've got different pages. You can have different notebooks. You, and so it's a way to organize data. But the nice thing about OneNote is that it's an app for your phone as well as accessible on your desktop computer. And I do a lot of stuff on my computer at home, right, for like the website yeah. and stuff like that. It's not all That's mobile. Fair. Right. So like... Okay, let's talk about Instagram for a minute. You know, you live and die by hashtags, right? That's kind of your advertising medium. So I make hashtag clouds. I just have like different, like soap one, soap two, soap three. Or if I'm talking about skincare, here's my hashtags related to skincare. And you can link them in your... I just keep them in my OneNote on the page so that if I'm on my phone, I can access it, copy it, and paste it. Cool. So I don't have to like re-figure out what are these hashtags. I can type them all in one by one. Okay. And then, or I can do it and schedule it on my desktop if I'm using Hootsuite, which is the other one. Okay. You're a fan of Hootsuite. I like that. Yeah. I do so like that Hootsuite. I can schedule them because... You know, sometimes I want to do it early in the morning, but I'm at work. Yeah, you can't can. always do it. No. So, all right, cool. Yep. Those are two very useful apps. And yes. I appreciate that. Yes. How much time would you say you spend weekly on your side hustle having a full time job? Well, some weeks it's possible that I don't do anything, frankly. Because, yeah, you've it, made it in your way. Yeah, for it's it. like curing or whatever, and I don't have any orders to quite fill, or I've already had all the stuff ready. And then there's other weeks where I will hit it when I get home and go until I go to bed. Wow. Um, so on average, though, I probably, um, almost every weekend, I'm always doing something. Sure. But I would say probably 15 to 20 hours. Wow. That's a part-time job. Yeah. Yeah. You have a full-time job and a part-time job. Yeah. And a and, family. And a family, yeah. <laughs> and a daughter who does all the sports. So yes. really, I mean, you're crushing it. But this is awesome. Thank you for real for being on this podcast because I know it's not easy to navigate around Seattle this time <laughs> of day. So by the time you get home, your day will be a very long day. So I appreciate you 
being here, bringing me some goodies and sharing yeah. your story with everyone because it's awesome. And Thank I hope you. things work out with Amanda so that we can get you guys linked up <laughs> and people can see you on her website. It'll be really cool. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Side Hustlers. Go support Missy. It's dreamy-suds.com. Go help her out. This is the year of dreamy suds for her. So let's make it happen together. Please rate and review Side Hustlers whenever you can. And don't forget thrivemarket.com slash Carla Marie. They are our very first sponsor and partner. So this is super freaking exciting for me. So go check them out. The weekly podcast that started it all. They just wanted to have fun as they dreamt of one day having their own morning show. And now they do. But the tradition continues every Friday. My Day Friday with Carla Marie and Anthony. Available worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. Kick off your weekend with Carla Marie and Anthony. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com.